Hey y'all, welcome to Big Texas Bossing, the show that spills the Texas tea on bossing up, tossing coins, and living your biggest and best life on your own terms. I'm your host, Lalani Wilson-Jones. It's time for Big Texas Bossing with Lalani Wilson-Jones. Spilling the tea on bossing up. Alexis Fly Jones is an award-winning TV producer turned TV personality and event host. She formerly served as a producer for KHOU Channel 11's Great Day Houston CBS affiliate with veteran TV host Deborah Duncan for eight years. She recently stepped from behind the camera to the front as a cast member for Will Packer's hit show, Ready to Love. Season 4, which premiered in April 2021 on the Oprah Winfrey Network. Graduating magna cum laude in 2007, Alexis received her Bachelor of Arts in Mass Media Arts from Clark University, Atlanta, with a concentration in public relations. Her wide experience in media and entertainment includes formerly serving as a vice president for a public relations firm, working for Music World Entertainment, formerly Beyonce Knowles and Destiny Child's management company, and Guerrilla Tactics Media, producers of BET's reality show Master of the Mix. In 2020, following the deaths of Ahmaud Aubrey and George Floyd, Jones executive produced and directed her first short film titled Dear Black Son, a poetic film that shares a mother's powerful letter to her African-American son in the nation's current climate. The film was created as a message to her own young son as she began to ponder on the conversations she would have to share with him now and in the future on race relations. This film premiered on Tegna's CBS TV local affiliate during the 57th anniversary of the March on Washington in 2020. In addition, she was tapped to co-produce another short film, Hear Our Voices for Comcast, a Fortune 100 company. The short film won a Silver Tally Award, the highest achievement that you can receive. Today, she merged her love for news producing and social action by taking on a role as a producer for the nationally syndicated news show Start Your Day, hosted by Sharon Reed and Mike Hill on the Black News Channel. As a television producer and media personality, Alexis has participated as an MC, panelist, and moderator. She's hosted various events for major brands and organizations to include Walmart, Microsoft, 100 Black Men, and the Afro-American Police Officers League. She's a proud member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated and Top Ladies of Distinction Incorporated, serving formally as a local chapter president in Houston. She also serves on the board for the Houston Association of Black Journalists, Jones has been cited by the Houston Chronicle as one of the top stylish Houstonians 2020 and will be honored as Core Magazine's 100 Most Influential Blacks Today, coming 2022. Whew, that was a lot. So at the end of the day, tell us who Alexis Fly Jones really is. I love that. That was such a lot. I'm like, whoo, there is my whole entire bio. Thank you, Ms. Jones. First of all, thank you so much for allowing me to be on your show today. It is an honor. Who is Alexis Fly Jones? Where do I start? Number one, I'm a mother. I'm a mother to my six-year-old son, Jet. He's my miracle child because I was told at 18 years old that I might not be able to bear children. So he is my greatest achievement. So out of all of those things that you heard in my bio, all those things are great. 
But the, the other thing that's most important about who I am is that I'm a woman of God. And so my life and the favor that has been, or the measure of favor that has been put on my life and these accolades that you hear come from God, but it's also the hard work that I put into it. You heard in the bio that I attended Clark Atlanta University. Shout out to all the Panthers in ATL, <laughs> um, HBCU, uh, Historical Black College and University. It's really important to attend those types of universities. It really shaped the core of who I am today in terms of my career because I was able to be in a space where people looked like me. I had professors that loved me, that really mentored me and guided me on the path that I wanted to be in terms of media. I actually went to Clark Atlanta with the thought of becoming an artist. <laughs> I actually attended the high school for performing and visual arts here in Houston, Texas. I was a visual artist, so I could paint, I could draw, I could take pictures, all those types mm-hmm. of things. And that's where my creativity started. And when I got on the campus of this HBCU, I was like, yo, I don't want to be a starving artist, so I can't be on the streets painting. So what else do I like to do? Run my mouth. <laughs> so I went down the communications department, and that's where it all started for me. I decided to make my focus on public relations because I knew that it would allow me to touch every area of media. And in my career, I've been able to do that. I've done radio. I've done television. I've done film. Of course, within that, you have reality TV. And of course, I was a publicist as well. My biggest thing when it comes to Lessons Fly is to teach people to fly high, to be able to take this one life that you have and be able to do it all. Don't limit yourself. Elevate yourself. Fly high. That's what fly means. Um, And so that's the example that I've used in my life. And I like to give back to others and help them bring, elevate them up to the place that I am at. So I love to mentor people, train people, teach people and help them to be able to achieve their goals and their dreams as well. Wow, that was a lot. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So do you have a specific creative process when you produce segments for the shows you work on, what do you tap into to do what you do? So you know what? I don't think anybody has ever asked me that. I think the number one most important thing is to do your research. So I research. Whoever I'm bringing on as my guest that I'm getting ready to produce, I always try to find something that hasn't been told about them. You know, one example is when I was in, if Slim Thug happens to hear this, when I was working at Great Day Houston, I did a six segment with Slim and as I was uh, researching other segments he had done, you know, people had asked him how he got started, but nobody actually brought in the equipment that uh, made him the famous rapper that he is today. When I say equipment, I had read that his first karaoke machine <laughs> came from his uh, brother, and that's actually how he started rapping. And so what did I do? I talked to my talent slash my host, Deborah Duncan. I brought my son's karaoke machine on set and I made them both freestyle. And so that's what made the segment creative. So I always try to think outside of the box. Sometimes it's a hit, sometimes it's a miss. Sometimes you try things as producer and it flops, you know. But I think the Mm. other thing that I do is I drink coffee and I talk to Jesus. That's the first thing I do every single morning because you have to brace yourself. I do live TV. And so there's a lot of adrenaline that's, you know, rushing at the day. You don't know what's going to go wrong and what's going to go right. So I drink coffee, talk to Jesus, and then I do my research and I get at it. <laughs> I think that's, that's probably the best answer I can give you, Ms. Jones. That was a wonderful answer. So tell us what we don't know about you, because you have been in so many different forms of media and you've been able to express yourself. But tell us the hidden truth that you could tell if you wanted to tell, but you choose not to. Oh, man, you're hitting me with a good question. <laughs> a hidden truth about Alexis Fly Jones. Um, 
let's see. What is it that I don't tell? I, I you know, honestly, I, I I say this a lot, and I think it's true about my character, who I am. I'm a very transparent person. So pretty much what you see is what you get. When you are ready to love, you pretty much got the authentic stuff of Alexis. It was still an edited version, so you didn't get to see all aspects of who I am. But I pretty much have, am not afraid to share anything about me. So I don't think I have any any special secret that's to say, or not even a secret, but something that people don't really know about me. I think I've, I've shared it all. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's any anything interesting. Um, I have a freckle in my eye. People are like, what is that spot in your eye? I'm like, that's actually a freckle. So God smiled in my eyes. I have huge eyes, which allow me to see everything. And they say that's the window, that's the window to your soul. So what you nice. see is really what you get. I'm not big on hiding anything because I'm really big on transparency stage. So if I'm able to share my story and tell you the truth about who I am, then that's going to help you get out of the situation that you thought that you were the only one that was in. And people have to understand that our lives are not just about us. God didn't put us on earth with, yeah, with a purpose and, and to go through something where there's good, bad, or in between um, because it's for us. It's always to help somebody else. And you have to understand that that's one of the reasons why you are here. It's to edify someone else. It should be. Preach it. Preach it. That's what I preach every day. And that's what I tell my teams that I work with. And and that's what I really believe. So you really hit my heart and soul with that one. I love it. Yeah. Since you brought up ready to love, though, were you really ready to love? I happen to see that. I'm not a big TV watcher and I (laughs) never see the whole series, but I saw you. So were you, you really? <laughs> were you really ready to love? Was I really ready to love? In my opinion, I was ready to love. I think the men that were there were not ready to love me. The bottom line is the men that were there were not the ones that were for me, and it's it, it's something that I had to accept because at the end of the day, the pool that we had were the men that were chosen for us. I actually uh, brought up the suggestion. Not that Will Packer can hear me. Hopefully he can. I'm going to have to DM, or DM him again. But I'm like, you need to have a therapist on this show like you have on your other shows because I think that it would really help nip some things in the bud. And at the end of the day, when it comes to relationships, it comes down to the core and the root of the things that you've experienced, more so through childhood. Um, I'll, you know, no shade to any of the men on there, but at the end of the day, I'm just going to be honest, none of them are ready to love. I think every woman that came on the show, we were... Women are always ready. We're always ready to fall in love. We came on there with good intentions to really date, to find someone. And a lot of us at the end of it end up getting our feelings hurt. I wouldn't say mm. our broken heart, but right. we might have left with somebody, but it did not last. You know, and the thing is, having cameras in your face and the process being such a speedy process, it was really fast. It's really difficult to really get to know somebody in that short frame of time. And so, like I said before, okay. the real work comes when the cameras are off. And uh, we didn't really get that time um, to develop that more when the cameras were off. But at the end of the day, my guy wasn't there and I'm okay. I took what I needed to take from it. I learned a lot and more about myself, what I want, what I don't want. Ooh, girl, maybe you shouldn't do that. Or I'm glad you did that. And watching yourself on camera, it teaches you a lot. You know, that's (laughs) all I'm going to say. You know, I I learned a lot of lessons. Let me say that. But I think because of my personality um, and because I'm known to be very feisty, uh, producers utilize that. And they capitalize off of it, which is fine. You know, um, I think they feel like they knew that um, my personality would help carry the show. And uh, so I may, as to say, I was in every show except for one. Every episode 
except for one. And as y'all know, the end of my story, there was a plot twist. Um, my guy, AJ, ended up choosing someone else. Um, and at the end of the day, he made the best decision and the best choice because it, it wasn't the right fit. And I'm okay with that. He's okay with that. And I oh, wish absolutely. him the best. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That was good insight. Now, where did yeah. your idea for Dear Black Son come from? Yes. So the idea came from, actually, one day I was uh, on Instagram just scrolling, and the Ahmaud Aubrey video popped up. And, you know, I work in news, so unfortunately I hear these type of stories all the time. And you kind of become, I hate to say, kind of numb to it because you're always reporting on it, and you get desensitized, and you try not to soak it in and internalize it. But this particular day, the video popped up, my eyes was on it, I couldn't take my eyes off of it. And it affected me so terribly because I immediately started thinking of my, about my own son as a single mom and what conversations am I going to have to have with him when he becomes a teenager. And when I get him a car and he starts driving, you know, right. other people's other persuasions are excited about that. They're happy. I'm nervous because all I'm worried about is I need you to come home at night. So I started thinking of these things. And I started thinking about, I got to teach them don't wear a hoodie when you go out and do this. So that began to spin in my mind. And I said, okay, God, as a producer, how can I use my platform to send a message out? And as a black mother. And so um, I asked God the question and literally he began to download Dear Black Son. And it's basically a poetic short film. It's a letter from a mother to a son. I'm just telling him, you know, how she wants to keep him protected, things that he should do, things he should not do, things he should think about and consider, you know, for his future. And um, I had my line sisters, um, whom I love, my sorority sisters, to um, be casted into the short film, executive producer myself, scouted the location, found my videographer, all those things, put it together, and I'm really, really proud of it. Um, since the film aired, I am on broadcast. I'm looking now to turn into a nonprofit organization where I would like um, men to come in and mentor uh, young boys. You know, of course, besides teaching them etiquette and how to tie a tie and all that kind of stuff, um, just teaching them what it means to become a man. And I think that's helpful, especially for single mothers who don't necessarily have the man right. or the husband or the whomever living in the home. It's really important for them to see what that means because as a woman, I can't teach a little boy how to be a man because I'm not one. And so, um, yeah, my son was the inspiration behind that as well as us losing so many black men. And I wanted to be able to use my platform to edify, to teach and to inspire um, others uh, on, on, on this whole issue of racism. Because even now, I mean, my son has had to deal with racism even in elementary school. It starts right. very early. And that affects your confidence, you know, and who he becomes. And so, yeah, I'm trying to put that in him now that you are a black king and BLK also stands for Black Liberating Kings. And we're going to liberate our sons now and not later. I love it. I love it. How do you balance work, career, and everything? Because you're making moves, you're a boss, and you've got your son. So how do you balance yeah. everything? It takes a village. I am so grateful to God to have a village to help my past. I still have my parents here living with me. His dad's very involved of course, to have friends that I can trust, family members that I can trust that can, can say, hey, I can watch Jed if he can't go with you. Um, you know, it, it takes that. Because if I didn't have it, I, I can't tell you, Ms. Jones, if I would be able to do all of it. So oh. it definitely takes a village that you can trust. So you have to find those people that can right. sur uh, surround you and help you um, and even be your adopted family when you need it. 
I truly understand. I raised my kids with a village, so I, I get it. And I definitely know you're right. What's next for you as a producer? Woo, what's next? You know, hopefully I'll be coming from behind the camera a little bit more often. I don't know exactly what that's going to look like. I'm praying, you know, that God makes it very crystal clear on how he wants me to move forward. But I'm still going to produce. I think it's, you know, I'm, I'm all about, as I said before, doing more than one thing. I, I'm not a believer. I'm focusing on one thing and you remain in that thing for 60 years and you retire doing that. My hands, my friends will tell you, Charmaine would tell you, my hands are in everything. And so I definitely foresee myself behind the camera, making um, more documentaries like I did with Dear Black Son, you know, making my own work, um, producing award-winning work, and we'll see where I end up in television, hopefully in front of the camera. And doing some of the things that you're doing right now, Ms. Jones. <laughs> I'm trying to be big, just like you, because everything in Texas is big, baby. <laughs> right, right. Well, you bringing it, you bringing it from the brand, the look, and the things you're doing. You making boss moves. So, definitely, you you are it. Tell us where we can find you. For sure, I hang around Instagram. Okay, that's where y'all can find me the most. So, my Instagram handle is the Alexis underscore Fly. Again, at the Alexis underscore Fly, and then you can learn a little bit more about me on my website at thealexisfly.com. Awesome. Well, the Big Texas Boston Podcast can be found on every major streaming site. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Big Texas Boston. Subscribe to Big Texas Boston Podcast. And also go on YouTube for alerts on more episodes. Until next time, keep bossing up, tossing coins, and living your biggest and best life. Thank you, Miss Jones. Thank you. You were wonderful. Okay.